Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outbound Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outbound Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. It's cup season, folks. We have two cup tournaments going on right now. The first launched this week, the 2023 Super Show Cup. 64 players, single elimination. Each match in each round is a best of three series, with the third match, if necessary, being a stipulation match. In this opening round, it's New York rules. If a third match is necessary, you will start the match at crowd meter one, and there will be no disqualifications in the match. Countouts still legal. Players have, I believe, until the middle of this upcoming week to complete their matches, and then we'll move on to the second round. That's the first tournament scheduled to end with the finals live at Gen Con. August 3rd through August 6th. The other ongoing cup tournament, it's been going on for a while now, Cheetah Cup 2, where the winner will receive a free competitor in Super Show the Game. That is a free competitor for them to create. With one caveat, if they already have a competitor, they've created a singles competitor they've created in Super Show the Game, they will pay that forward to somebody else. We're in the second phase of that. The people who had competitors in the game played their portion. They moved on into this round. This is a double elimination phase. And for the most part, we're still very early in the double elimination phase. I believe only one player from memory, maybe two, have actually been eliminated from the tournament from the last time I looked at the ongoing results. I'll provide more detailed updates as we get closer to the resolution. Right now, it's just too early in both tournaments to tell. I will at least talk about the upcoming rounds each week for the Super Show Cup. Other news from this past week. The former LFF Triad champion, Anthony Perry, a.k.a. the Cannoli, has been named the new general manager for the LFF Triad division. So congratulations to him for being appointed to that position. Next, I have some championship news. First, the first contender for brand new LFF United States champion Mean Megs has been announced. Her next opponent for the championship will be Big Match Pete. No date and time given yet, but her first attempt at a defense will be versus the higher classes Big match, Pete. There has also been an announcement that the current LFF Tri-State Champion, John Press1P, will be defending sometime soon. No other details besides he has a defense coming up. We'll wait and report on that when we have more, but it's been announced he is going to have to put the title on the line some point soon. That's what I have for championship news outside of Sunday Night Fight results, which will be at the end of the show. There's a little product release news, sort of. Nothing new has come out, but if between now and July 4th, you make a purchase on SuperShowTheGame.com, 
make sure you put in a special request for a promo card. I believe it's going to be one of the three Flip Gordon art promo cards. I want to say Unreal Teamwork. I'm not 100% on that. But there's a black and white version of the art. That's going to be limited. So if you make a purchase between now and July 4th, add a special request requesting the Flip Gordon promo, you will get, as long as they have it, a black and white, I believe, Origins logoed card. So if you're interested in something like that, get that order in so you can get your hands on one of those promos. That is pretty much it for the news outside of the two big online tournaments we had. I have one locals report and then Sunday night fights. So let me talk about some of the upcoming convention appearances for SRG Universe over the course of July. Next weekend, July 5th through July 9th, SRG Universe will be at Dice Tower East in Orlando, Florida. I believe Steve Resk will be there. I have seen that Bob Dunn will be doing demos at this convention. So if you're already going, check that out. Now, last time I reported on this, the convention was sold out. I looked again, still sold out. No tickets opened up. So, unfortunately, if you're just down hearing about this, you can't go. But if you're already there, check that out. I don't know of any releases for that weekend or anything like that. Just that they're going to be there. And hopefully we can pick up some Super Show players out of the Orlando, Florida area. That would be good. Next weekend, there are two conventions going on the weekend of July 14th through July 16th. I'll talk about the one that's actually running all three days, CharCon at Clay Center in Charleston, West Virginia. From what I understand, Steve Resk will be representing SRG Universe at this convention. Price-wise, looking at the registration right now from CharCon's website, I'm only seeing weekend passes. Adult weekend for all three days is $45. Juvenile, which is age 13 to 17, is $45, so same price for both. And then child, 6 through 12, $20 for all three days. And then five and under is free. I don't know anything about Super Show events, releases, just that they're going to be at CharCon all three days in Charleston, West Virginia. It's about three hours from Columbus. It's relatively close to Pittsburgh, about a couple hours from Pittsburgh, a couple hours from Louisville. So maybe it'll pull some players from those areas, help the groups get bigger. Maybe we'll be able to start a Charleston, West Virginia group. I know I met one person from, I believe it was Morgantown, West Virginia, at Origins when I did a demo. So there could be interest. We'll see. That's CharCon, the other convention taking place July 15th through July 16th. So that's Saturday and Sunday only. CharCon is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Southeast Game Exchange at the Greenville Convention Center in Greenville, South Carolina. From what I understand, Greenville historically is a good wrestling town, so maybe that'll help draw interest into the wrestling game. I believe Griff Briggs will be representing SRG Universe at this convention. Again, no news about promos. 
Going from memory, I believe that the two-day tickets are $55 for both days. There is going to be live wrestling at Southeast Game Exchange. At noon, there's going to be, and I believe it's Pro Wrestling Turbo is the promotion that's going to be putting on the wrestling show. But at noon on Sunday, noon July 16th, there will be live wrestling at Southeast Game Exchange. And then the final convention for July, July 28th through July 30th, is Southern Fried Gaming Expo at the Marriott Renaissance Waverly in Atlanta, Georgia. Tickets, looking at their website, tickets are $75 right now for all three days. You basically have to buy a weekend membership, and that's essentially your ticket into the convention. That's for adults. 13 and over, child 7 to 12 is $40. Now, I know that there's going to be a big presence from the Atlanta Playgroup at Southern Friday Gaming Expo. So I'm looking for tournaments there. We may see some nice new releases come out of that. But I think Southern Friday Gaming Expo will be the biggest SRG presence of all these upcoming cons. Then after that, the next two big conventions, Gen Con, Indiana Convention Center in Indianapolis, Indiana, August 3rd through August 6th. That'll be huge for SRG Universe. And then Dragon Con, August 31st through September 4th, Labor Day weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. As of right now, that's all of the conventions listed on supershowthegame.com. If they're going to be doing something at PAX Unplugged, like they've done in years past, that hasn't been announced. If they are going to do something else between August and the end of the year, that's not listed. I did hear something about maybe upstate New York. A con out of there, we'll have to see. Be watching for that. But that is the convention news for SRG Universe for the next two months. This month, July, and then August. And now let's talk about the online tournaments from this past week. Again, only two. First, we had Monday Night Fights. No consigliere. Matt Barone ran this week's Monday Night Fights. For the foreseeable future, he and the consigliere to the SRG BOWS, Brian Waitford-Schmidt, will be alternating running tournaments. This Monday night, they had 20 players. They opened up with group stages, four groups, five players per group. Each player plays the other members of their group. Top two records per group advance to the top cut. I don't have any details on stipulations. I can tell you that the top three end up being in third place. The Nightmare King playing as himself. In second place, the once-in-a-generational, generational-type talent, Brock Smith, playing as Numero Uno. And the winner, playing as the big shot, Simple Chuck. Congratulations to him. For that win. Thursday, Chibi's Seat of Power, Season 3, Week 6. 24 players, four groups of six players. Just like in the other tournament, top two records per group advance to the top cut. In the quarterfinal round, the Liger's Den stipulation is used. In the semifinal round, the Dark Match stipulation is used. In the finals match and the third place match, the Lumberjack 
stipulation is used. Top four were, in fourth place, playing as Eric Jaden, Practicite. In third place, playing as Cheshire, Cheshire himself. The finalists were Zach Atchley as the Rising Sun and Brian Waitforchment as the Witch's Apprentice, with the winner, Brian Waitforchment as the Witch's Apprentice. Congratulations to Brian Schmidt for winning. As a result of winning this tournament, he is qualified for the Tournament of Champions, which will be taking place after Week 8 of the Seat of Power events. Now, second place in this tournament was Zach Ashley. Normally, Zach Ashley would qualify for the tournament because he took second place. However, he was also second place last week. So he's already qualified for Chibi's Seat of Power, which means that the third place player, Cheshire, will be in Chibi's Tournament of Champions at the end of Season 3 of the Seat of Power. So congratulations to Cheshire for making the tournament. The one locals report I have from Miso's Game Room and Collectibles in Louisville, Kentucky. They had a notice qualification Saturday tournament. Six players, round-robin format. Top two, when it's all said and done, are in second place, playing as Vampire Sekhmet, Cassandra, and the winner playing as Raven, the man behind Lycan, Kyle Crabtree. Congratulations to him for his victory. This brings us to Sunday Night Fights. There were two matches on the card for Sunday Night Fights. The first match was a match for the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship. The challengers, the team of Beautiful Business... Google Docs Dan, playing as, to use the Carl Sagan pronunciation, Uranus. And Ryan, Pretty Hair Piercer, as Kenta. It was also confirmed here that Google Docs Dan is part of Just Business. It makes sense. Just Business needs business software, so Google Docs Dan fits right in. Those were your challengers. The champions. Cold Candy Crush. The Penguin playing as the Witch's Apprentice. Candyman Dan playing as Fortress. New York Rules. So no disqualifications. And the crowd meter starts at 1. This was a very lopsided match. Candyman Dan and the Penguin had control for most of the match. Through the Penguin's gimmick. And through protecting both players on Beautiful Business had, at points, no hands at the end, a very small hand. They were able to keep fighting by making save rolls. So the match ends up going to crowd meter four, but at crowd meter four, it's not enough. The winners and still champions after a dominant performance, Cold Candy Crush. Congratulations to them on what I believe they said was their fifth successful defense as champions. After this, it was announced that the next contenders for the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship are the team of Shut Up and Roll. This is the team of the Italian Bombata and Fireball. However, Candy Mam, the GM of the Tri-State Tag Team Division, 
announced that because she was personally mad at Bombada for saying that her candy shop talk partner co-host was the more beautiful of the two, she announced there would be a stipulation on their match. Bombada then posted in the chat on Twitch where these matches were being streamed that if there's going to be a stip, they relinquish their shot at the championship. What does this mean? I don't know, but there's a little bit of turmoil right now with the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship. Hopefully this all gets worked out. We'll just have to wait and see. The final match of Sunday Night Fights is for the LFF Underworld Championship. The challenger, the big guy, playing as the newest version of Matt Stevens. The champion, the prize fighter, Simon Davner, playing as the original version of Brian Cage. This was a leave-it-to-fate match. Each participant in the match chose a stipulation that they would like to be used in the match. The champion chose last competitor standing. The challenger chose steel chain. The general manager for the LFF Underworld Championship, Bob Dunn, put up a poll for the SRG Super Show discussion group members to vote on a stipulation. That poll result main event. The general manager announces, I'm going to roll a die before the start of the match. If I roll one or two, it's last competitor standing. If I roll three or four, it's steel chain. If I roll five or six, it's main event. He rolls a four. It's a steel chain match. Each competitor searches their deck at the start of the match for a steel chain card. Both had them. Both men had prepared for it to be a steel chain match. They added it to their hand. The remainder of the stipulation is when one player would draw two or more cards, the other player draws two cards. When one player would bury two or more cards, the other player buries two cards. The champion got off to a hot start early, hit the first couple of finishes. The big guy was able to kick out of both. The turning point to me in the match was Simon Davner hits the card 15 steel chain to the card he picked for the steel chain stipulation, the card he added to hand for the stipulation. To get back a finish, he ends up flipping two of his three stops for the submission finish. His stop at 26, his stop at 20. He'd already played his stop at 14, so he ends up with no stops for submission finishes. The big guy able to draw his submission finish, play it, and at crowd meter 2, he rolls an 11. The champion cannot kick out, and so... For the first time since winning the inaugural LFF Tag Team Championship, the big guy has won LFF gold. He is the new LFF Underworld Champion. Congratulations to the big guy for coming back into the championship picture. Simon Davner still holds two other championships and in line to hold a third. And apparently he has other shots coming down the line. So we may see him with another LFF championship before we know it. That was Sunday Night Fights. As far as news for this week coming up, 
When last I looked at supershowthegame.com, as always, nothing's posted. But we should have Monday night consigliere fights this week. Brian Schmidt should be running it again. We should have a Thursday night tournament, probably Chibi Seat of Power. Again, Dojo, Tuesday nights, twitch.tv slash srguniverse, starting at 8 p.m. And then just keep your eyes peeled on supershowthegame.com or on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook for events that may pop up throughout the week. With that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.